This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. All right, a heavy focus on COVID-19 and what has been happening around the globe and right here in BC. As you heard on the news, another care home, this one on the North Shore as well. Two confirmed cases of COVID-19 and that is according to a spokesperson for Rivera Living. That is the company that owns the care home and we will get you more information on that as it becomes available this afternoon. A lot of people are watching what is happening around the world when it comes to travel bans, when it comes to countries like Italy under lockdown. The news today that gatherings of more than 250 in some places are being banned. The various events that have been postponed and cancelled, the sporting organizations, the list goes on and on and on. And a lot of people are also looking at what's happening in the markets and wondering about their personal finances and their personal financial situation moving forward. So let's bring in Barry Choi, personal finance expert with Money Sense magazine. Barry, thanks so much for taking a bit of time with us today. Yeah, anytime. Uh, are you hearing from people that are concerned and wanting to know what does this mean for personal finances? <laughs> I think everyone's a little concerned. You, you know, a couple of weeks ago when it was a bit of a 10% drop, it was like, ugh, that hurts. I think now we're close to 30%. Uh, so people are really, really starting to wonder what's going on. Is this the bottom? Is going to keep going? And more importantly, what should they do for the future? And so what advice, and not that there's a one blanket piece of advice that works <laughs> for everybody, but what advice are you giving people? I think the best advice is to not panic. I know it's easier said than done. You know, we talked about that 30% drop, but, you know, if you stick to your investment plan, talk to your investment advisors, they'll tell you the same thing. They'll be like, yes, this is a normal thing. It happens every so often. But if you're investing for the long term, 30 years from now, this drop now will not affect your retirement. And for those of you who are listening who are already near retirement, there's a good chance that your portfolio managers have already made adjustments to your and less riskier things. So yes, of course, there's going to be a little bit of a drop. But if you've stuck to that plan long term, you shouldn't have any real concerns. And you make a good point. It's very different, I would imagine, the reaction today from somebody who, say, is one year away from retirement compared to somebody mm-hmm. who's still 20 years away. Mm-hmm. So the funny thing about people who are really close to retirement, they'll probably tell you they've seen this before. You know, 10 years ago, we, we had uh, what was arguably the biggest financial crisis in a while. Uh, you know, I'm not going to date people and go far as the Great Depression. But my point is, people have seen these drops. They know it comes and goes. But I think it's a really eye opener for younger people who, who at the time were saying, like, you know, what? I've got a lot of risk tolerance. I'm more than willing to take on all this risk. And now there's a real test. You know, you're seeing that 10 percent, 30 percent drop. So some of those investors are probably starting to wonder, like, do I really have this risk tolerance? Am I really doing the right thing? And hopefully they haven't panicked and sold all their investments and are, you know, just hiding it under their mattress now. Uh, But it's a good time to really reexamine yourself and how you want to invest in the future. Uh, We've talked about this in the past, too, when, when you talk about people who have seen this before, because it can also lead to opportunities, can't it? I think it's an opportunity. You know, I, I joked to some of my peers that, like, when there was a 10% drop, I was like, I'm buying. I bought more right away. And now I look like the fool because I didn't wait a little bit longer and bought today, right? Uh, but, you know, in the, long, in the grand scheme of things, to me, it's like, if you're regularly investing every single month, dollar cost averaging, it does not matter because you'll buy when it's high, but you're also getting this great discount right now. Uh, so you're definitely a buying opportunity for investments. Uh, so again, stick to your plan. 
Uh, exactly. And that's and you said this right off the top as far as uh, don't panic. But I, I can understand also why people would be because this is something as well. Mm-hmm. It's not like we see a pandemic every day. We see the World Health Organization declare this a pandemic a pandemic. And, and inevitably, there is going to be some level of panic. There, there definitely is. And this, again, like this is a good opportunity to really reevaluate yourself. So we talked a little bit about risk tolerance, but maybe looking at your portfolio overall. If you were all in stocks, maybe it's like, hey, you know what? This wasn't the right plan. Or if you, if you didn't have any other investments, you didn't diversify. Uh, again, this is just an opportunity for you to reexamine what you have now and think about what you want to do towards the future. Uh, I admit it hurts, you know, seeing the markets drop. Uh, but again, I'm reminding myself, I'm 20, 30 years from retirement still, so I've still got some time to go. And when you mentioned, too, and you said that there's a good chance that advisors or the people that are looking after finances have already made some adjustments, uh, should people be worried then if they haven't heard from their financial advisor? Well, you, you know, I think good fee only financial advisors probably calling their clients and just to let them know what's going on. So they wouldn't have made adjustments just because there's been a market drop, right? They know this happens also. So what I'm saying is, if you're close to retirement, years ago, they've already probably adjusted your portfolio, so you're in, in less uh, riskier investments. Uh, you, you know, there are some advisors who make very reactive moves, uh, and they're saying, hey, you know, I see the market's dropping, we're going to move you to this instead. That might not be the best advisor for you, because quite often, they may not actually know what they're talking about. Uh, it's, it's a weird industry where, you know, technically anyone can call themselves an advisor, so you really got to be careful about who you're working with. And this is why I think it's very important to make sure you establish a relationship with your advisor so they can explain to you in plain English uh, what they're doing. And more importantly, you want to be on the same page as them. Uh, you don't really want someone to just blindly invest your money. You want to have some say, say in your own matters. Absolutely. Uh, we're talking a lot about the coronavirus, about COVID-19, but there's also been the ongoing issues with oil production. And that, uh, I mean, it's happening at the same time, but not necessarily linked. Are people concerned? Are you hearing from people concerned about that as well? Yeah, in, in a different way. So it's, it's funny with oil prices. A lot of people get really excited when they uh, see oil prices dropping. You know, I was in the U.S. for a few days, just three days. When I left, uh, when I came back, rather, I noticed that it dropped 15 cents. I wasn't even paying attention. So, so in this last day, people are, are really, really excited about these lower gas prices. But what they don't realize is a lot of Canada's economy depends on oil. Uh, so even though the prices are down for us in our pocket, nationally speaking, it's not necessarily a good thing because it just lowers our, our economic growth in the long run. Uh, so, so sometimes it's one of those things where it's like, be careful what you wish for. And are you thinking too, or seeing that perhaps people are reacting more to this and that it's not just a drop in the markets, it's coupled with, here we have the United States president talking about banning all travel from Europe and uh, making false claims when it comes to people mm-hmm. being uh, being uh, quarantined when they come home. I mean, there is so much information out there and not all of it is legit. There's just so much information out there to try and ingest. Yeah, it's it's crazy what's available out there. You, you know, I think some of the population is starting to realize that, hey, you know what, maybe the media isn't overblowing things as, you know, some politicians may have claimed that they were doing, right? Um, you know, the drastic measures that the U.S. took yesterday, it sounds like Europe was didn't even have a heads up about it. Uh, as a frequent traveler, I'm actually more concerned about what politics may come into play, what kind of quarantines may come, as opposed to the virus itself. Because at least with the virus, I know how to protect myself to a certain extent. You know, I ha- wash my hands, hand sanitizer, avoid crowds. But what happens if I'm in another country and all of a sudden the politicians decide, hey, you know what, we're going to lock out all the planes, no more flying. It's like, I'm stuck. That's my bigger concern. Um, so I think people are becoming more aware of what's going on and are taking some extra steps, which is a good thing. 
Uh, exactly. And, and, and the things that we don't have control over. And w- what are your thoughts then on, on many people right now having the very real fear of a recession? I think it's it's a good fear because we're, we're pretty much there, right? We're already in the bear territory. We've, we've dropped 30%. Um, you know, the technical definition of a recession is, has not technically reached, but at the same time, it's like we're down 30%. There's, there's no denying it. Uh, so it kind of just goes back to what we were saying. You, you know, you got to stick to that investment plan or original plan you've got or reevaluate what's what's going on. Uh, maybe, maybe diversify. So uh, technically speaking, a recession won't be there, but, you know, when the government of Canada is, takes drastic uh, steps such as reducing interest rates it's it pretty much says itself and i think people really need to this is a good time for people to really understand how finances work some people see a lower interest rate and they just think to themselves oh i can buy a bigger house because now interest rates are lower yes you technically can but you're also picking up more debt and just because rates are low that may not necessarily be the best thing you want to do especially at this moment of time where the economy is not doing very well All right. Good advice, Uh, Barry. We'll leave it there. But thanks so much. Uh, This is something I know a lot of people are concerned about and wondering about. So thanks so much. Anytime. Barry Choi, a personal finance expert with Money Sense Magazine.